In this episode of A Source Quest, Jesse and I will be discussing social and emotional intelligence and why it's important to the quest. Stay tuned. All right. So uh, today we're talking about one of, you know, one of your subject matters, something that you're passionate about. And... I and I am doing hostess duties. Yeah, that's actually more important that you're actually doing. It's not hostess. You're not a hostess. I don't know what. The Regardless of what some know. people think about you, you're definitely not a hostess. You're a host. Oh, okay. Yeah, a handsome host. Well, thank you. <laughs> hey, I could put my voice to heap like this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how does it feel to be the host? I'm nervous. Really? Yeah. I was nervous when I first started doing this. No, too. but you're like a, you're natural at this, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it does help to have sort some sort of like, okay, this is what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Scripted, you know, it that does. helps a little bit. I don't like to like look at notes because then people think, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. But yeah. you know, that's how you you come across more. But we want to make sure that we actually uh, we, we're given the right information. And hitting on significant hitting points. Hitting significant and stuff. points. I know. We but want it, it to be va- of value. Yeah. But you know, if, um, in season one, I was like, no, I don't want to have any notes. I don't want to look at that. You I know? don't know what, yeah. But I'd, I'm just, I've resigned to it. Yeah. But so. I have notes here because not, you see, like, yeah. I don't know how, how these people do it, but I got to, yeah. I guess I got to keep them like right here so that I can see what I'm asking and, and, and yeah, look I don't at my think, notes. Yeah, but okay. it's, um, you know, I, 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 it, it, it helps me like it, it helps particularly for the way that my brain functions and the way because mm-hmm. it's all over the place. I think they get, this gives me a you really sp- good. You have spaghetti brain. Spaghetti brain. Scrub. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Isn't that what it's called for real though? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't Where know. Where women like compartmentalize stuff. No, women have spaghetti brains. I okay, say. let's not get right. into the whole. Forget it. That's not this yeah. episode. Because again, we have we have polar- we have aspects of everything. That's not this episode. That is not this episode. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyways, so what is this episode? So we're here um, because we really want to start um, creating some practical uh, the things that we talked in, about about different things, right? And the main things is we are we are a couple, obviously. <gasps> oh, okay. Did you? Ooh. Okay. Ah. Yeah. So we're partners, okay. and we have we are two aspects of the same coin, right? You are more you are way more practical than I than I am. Mm-hmm. I live in the air up there, you know. <laughs> I'm like a you know, so I. Um, I'm less practical, uh, but you are practical and you have a better, you, you're much better at, at, at grounding things that I tend to be. And, but so we balance each other out really well. So, um, we want to talk about a top topic that I like, uh, which is, uh, emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is very important because of the old maximum of knowing thyself, you know, you have to know yourself and, as an individual, but also, but also in the con- in the cons- confines of a society and interacting with others, mm-hmm. so you have to be able to understand those two aspects. So today's topic is about emotional intelligence, and and the different components of it: mm-hmm. emotional and social intelligence, em- emotional <coughs> and social mm-hmm. and social intelligence, mm-hmm. the different components on it, right, and how it relates to the quest, right, and to you to your individual quest. Right. So, okay. Um, I first want to start by asking, what is emotional intelligence? Define it technically, and what are the origins of it? Okay. 
So I personally love the idea of emotional intelligence because um, it's something that I'm continuing to work on. So mm-hmm. although I'm becoming a subject matter expert in it, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm nowhere near in my own personal uh, quest of being at that level of, I guess, self-actualized, you know, mm-hmm. which is not a thing. So I'm constantly um, evolving when Correct. it comes to emotional intelligence. Yeah. But emotional intelligence basically is something that um, was, has it's been around since the early 30s, mm-hmm. right? 1930s. And it, well, just to preface that, it's been around forever, mm-hmm. but there it was labeled in the early 30s. And it was popularized or notoriety was brought to the term of emotional intelligence by Daniel Goleman, mm-hmm. who is a psychologist and a science journalist. Okay. So he's a scientist. This is his mind operates this way. Um, and from that scientist scientific aspect, right? Mm-hmm. But emotional intelligence is basically the ability to know yourself, mm-hmm. to understand your feelings and to understand the feelings of other people's to keep it very, very simple. Mm-hmm. Right. And to, do that there are five components that daniel talks about Mm. in his or goldman talks about in his book yeah before we get into the components Mm -hmm. i want to touch on on something that you said about um the misconception about social and emotional intelligence um i remember uh working in 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 schools um, when we first brought up this idea um people say what do they want us to do right now uh hold hands and sing kumbaya (laughs) Um, and, and it's, and <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I felt that it was very derogatory, yeah, but what you're mentioning right now is that this is, this is a, a science, uh, a study. Daniel Goldman has done that yes. and he has been able <clears throat> to, to really articulate it in a, in a, in, in a way. Is that what you're mentioning? If, in, in his book, he, he wrote a book called emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. right? And he wrote this book in the nineties. I think it was in the early nineties. That was the first book that he wrote on emotional intelligence that I'm mm-hmm. aware of. Mm-hmm. And I read that book a long time ago and he comes from the scientific aspect of talking about it because, and just to be released for the sake of time is that we, um, the amygdala, I think that's how you pronounce it. The amygdala is where all of our emotions are stored. Mm-hmm. Right. And what happens is in certain situations, like um, say an, an argument, you're having an argument, say you and I are arguing, right? Just for, to keep it with us. Um, what happens is there's an influx mm-hmm. of emotions that get into this amygdala, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's where the emotions are stored. And it's so many different there's anger, frustration, mm-hmm. anxiety, um, hurt, all these different emotions that you start to feel at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that influx is like an overload for the amygdala. Okay. Emotional intelligence then is the ability to regulate that mm-hmm. in that moment when you're feeling that. So if you and I are having an, uh, an argument for us to, for me, let, me, let me put it on myself for me to say, Whoa, time out! This is too much for me. I know something's happening. I can't determine or, or figure out exactly. I can't put my finger on exactly what's happening, mm-hmm. but I'm feeling these things. Mm-hmm. And so I need to time out so that this doesn't escalate into something that is even worse that than it's it could even be. worse. It could be right. Okay. And basically th- that's the one thing that stands out for me in his book is because I was like, Oh wow. So on a scientific level, it, it, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And it happens to be, 
Why do people have domestic disputes? Why do people shoot each other? Why do people do the reg- mm-hmm. they do? It's because they have a lack of ability to self-regulate. To understand that. So this is not just simple uh, kumbaya and be happy Holding all hands, the time. No, no it, that's it, not it what has nothing to anybody do with Anybody who that. thinks that that's what it is, is mm-hmm. ignorant to what emotional intelligence is Excellent. about. Excellent, good. So so as we said, going into the next component, into the components of it. Yes. And, and then being able to understand what those components are and how do they relate. What are the components of social and emotional intelligence? So the way that I learned it, because I learned it a long time ago, was um, they gave, you know, you always in in like elementary school and stuff. I was later in life, but they give you acronyms and I used SEM. SEM. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's Mm S-S-S-E-M, right? Uh Self-awareness, self-regulation or self-management, social skills, empathy, and motivation. Okay. Those are the five components that Daniel Goldman talks about in his original book. Now that's fluctuated over time and people have, you know, done their thing to it or whatever, but basically those are the five basic elements or, or mm-hmm. domains mm-hmm. of emotional intelligence. And can you take us to each one? <clears throat> Let's start with self, mm-hmm. uh, self-awareness. So basically self-awareness is that ability to understand your own emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Your strengths, your weaknesses, your values, basically your moral um compass okay okay self-regulation or self-management very simply is that to to have this awareness so you have the self-awareness to have that awareness that i'm feeling these things in this moment how am i going to be you know how am i going to respond am i going to be reactive am i going to be proactive yeah okay so basic basic terms um, social skills are how you interact with other people and 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 understanding your um you're like managing your relationships basically with mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. Because we live in a, we live in a social structure Yeah, and, and we to. have to interact with other people. Absolutely. On a regular and, races. and that's like, it's in, in personal relationships, mm-hmm. professional relationships, things mm-hmm. like that. Right. Empathy is basically just considering somebody else's feelings and not only are it's not, it's different from sympathy. People get it confused sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, sympathy is feeling sorry for somebody. Correct. Right? Yeah. And, and Oh, Oh, you know, empathy is, being able to talk to somebody and understand and feel that emotion that they're feeling to the point that you are are so understanding of what they're going through that you can empathize with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, and one of the things that I wrote in my notes is especially when people are making decisions is to understand where they're at mm-hmm. to help them make decisions or for you to make decisions. You know what I mean? And, you know, I always had a, uh, uh, I'm glad that you kind of like clarify that idea of empathy and because i feel that a lot of people think of empathy as in sympathy right which is you are feeling sorry in sympathy for somebody else you are looking at the situations a a little bit different as if oh i feel bad for this person but empathy is almost as if you're putting yourself in their state Mm -hmm. to be able to understand how they feel without you becoming that right. and then providing either the guidance or the assistance <clears throat> that that person needs, needs. Is that, it's yes. that a- because you're not feeling sorry for them to the point that you're just like oh my god i don't i'm so and crying and feeling because in order to empathize is exactly it's exactly what you just said mm-hmm. it's being able to understand where they're at but being able to self-manage yourself and be self-aware enough to understand to guide them 
through making whatever decision they're mm-hmm. going through or to guide them through that issue or that problem. It's exactly what you're you're mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. And so then the last component is motivation. Okay. And explain that to me. And that's just basically understanding like in in the process of self-awareness, self-regulation, social the social skills aspect and the empathy, the motivation comes in because you are have established this relationship with somebody. Mm-hmm. You are on this level of understanding that person, understanding your role in that relationship with that person. And you know them so well that you understand what motivates them. That's really an mm. important component when it comes to sort of like leadership yeah. and, and within the organizational setting. Yeah. But also when it comes to like parenting and, um, and even in marriages and relationships, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I, I, in a, in a lot of ways, I understand what motivates you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I know that because I've listened, because I've understood, mm-hmm. because even though I'm not interested in things that you're interested in, I've said, you know what? I'm okay that this is, I've been able to do things and experience things because I know that they motivate you and, and vice, vice versa. versa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it's interesting too, uh, from the aspect of self-awareness, because it is my belief that if you really understand, are self-aware, mm-hmm. You understand what your values are. Mm-hmm. You understand your objectives, your goals. Then there's very little that you need outside of that. Right. You know, I'm not a big fan of motivational speakers and motivational things like that. Because if you're truly aware of who you are, that drives you. Is that the idea behind uh, motivation being a component? On the Because it is almost at the bottom of of the list because if you have these things awareness of yourself your goals your values what's important to you mm-hmm. in relation to what's important to society then you either you know have that strength to say this is what i want mm-hmm. and it comes intrinsically out of you it comes out of you instead of being imposed to you is that does that <clears throat> make sense it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. because i think what happens with people is and this is just in general is that they are influenced by other uh, you listen to a motivational speaker and you're like yeah mm-hmm. that's what i need to do but you would normally not have done that yeah it's this person telling you that now i'm not saying motivational speakers aren't great they are mm-hmm. i listen to certain you know simon sinek and things like that i do i listen to some of these people well he's teaching but he's really like teaching that, he stuff. is teaching i get a lot from yeah. him but i'm saying that uh, to have that that self-awareness and that cognizance to understand that this is my path this is what i'm going to do you know and not be influenced in a way that you're doing something that somebody else is telling you to do, which is what you just said about imposing so yeah i think that all meshes together Mm -hmm. you know um lastly from this particular topic there is a trend right now of pushing um emotional intelligence in our schools in our um in our work in our environment um, there's a big, big push for for that. Why do you think that is? So I think that emotional intelligence is becoming more important to people within the organizational setting. And, you know, my, my educational background is in strategic leadership. So a lot of my focus is on not just relationships, but it's mm-hmm. also on the organizational setting and how, um, because so many of us spend our time in, a professional setting yeah. We're working for other people. Right. So not everybody wants to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't want to go to work every day. You know what I mean? But what, what can that leadership administration, um, CEOs, all that, what do they need to do or yeah. impart to their employees 
to motivate them, to, to help build them up and to help them be all that they can be. You know, that's why I'm passionate about servant leadership is because that is something that that's that role that that person takes is there. It's like, I always think of you as a servant leadership because you always stood in that position of, I want to build you up. What tools can I give you? What resources can Mm -hmm. I give you? What motivates you? What drives you? And that's emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. is having the capacity to be patient, to listen to other people, to understand their needs, their desires, their wants, and help them to achieve that. Yeah. And I think a lot of CEOs and leaders and people in the both the in both the profit and nonprofit worlds are understanding that my business, my my organization will be more successful mm-hmm. if I impart these domains of emotional intelligence yeah. and social intelligence. And I think that is more effective too. I think that you get more out of individuals and their talents when they're in a setting that is more positive. It's a win-win. It's a win-win situation. But people don't, I think that the reason why it has evolved and and, and there's such a big push for it is because we waste talent and we waste time. And then this really maximizes yes. Uh, that idea and that efficiency. People don't understand that the, every single person within an organization, from the custodial, from the lawn people who maintain the the the, the facilities, facilities um, from to the to the next level, the the support, the administration, all the way to the top, it's a cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this there's this theory. It's called system systems theory, mm-hmm. and one piece doesn't work without the other Correct, piece. Yeah. And it's, that systems theory is so it's all basic. Right. Yeah, it's like an ecosystem. It is. It's abs- that's what the systems theory is, yeah. and so uh, from a scientific level. But uh, people don't understand the importance of of the social skills and mm-hmm. what you can get from a custodial person or a yep. facilities person, and what you can get from the top, mm-hmm. and meshing those things together and bring it together to have a successful organization. Yeah. And then people are more happy. Mm-hmm. People want to be in your organization if they're going to be away from their families. They're happy to do it because they're getting something that is intrinsic rather than extrinsic. Correct. They're getting both because they're getting paid. They're getting the, the yeah. extrinsics or the you know materialistic things, but what drives them to be in that place mm-hmm. comes from having that emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence, yeah. So just to recap, again, I'm not a hostess with the most, like I'm not a host like you, so I got my I'm never going to live that hostess no, no. with the most is down. Sorry, you brought that up. So <laughs> to recap, right, uh, emotional intelligence is a, component of, is a component of our sum total, right? It encompasses our conscious personality and how it relates and how we interact with others in a social environment. Mm-hmm. It's that a good summarization I, of I it? I would say so, yeah. Okay. To keep it succinct and, and practical, yes. Okay, excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, uh, my next uh, uh, topic or area that I would like to talk about is, um, you know, we love to compare and we like to say something's better than or this or, one, or that and the other. Emotional intelligence versus IQ. What is the difference? It's one better than the other. <clears throat> Comparing IQ and EQ, why is IQ important? Let's start there. Okay. So I there I was listening to a podcast a couple of months ago mm-hmm. and this stuck with me ever since then because a lot of people are like, What's the difference between IQ and emotional intelligence? They're the same. Mm-hmm. They're not the same. IQ and, and this is what um, Daniel Goleman, he was the person on the podcast. He said, 
IQ gets you into the game. Mm-hmm. Emotional intelligence is what keeps you in the game. Mm, okay. And I thought that was profound because okay. that's like Ex- a basic. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, IQ is 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 a number that you're 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 basically born with that number. That's your that's your number, right? Mm-hmm. And you can add to it by learning new things, right? So it it focuses on spatial reasoning, quantitative. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, re, you know things like that, like all the, the um, like I'm I'm looking at my notes. Memory, both Memory. long and short term. Okay. Um, like I said, quantitative reasoning, things like that. So, so, so that sounds like the uh, pretty much the instruction that we get at school. Yes, it's kind of like fine tuning that aspect. And okay. and if you think about it, when you're in a classroom, what are you learning? You're learning literature science math math mm-hmm. the quantitative reasoning you're learning those things so the spatial reasoning and things like that that that's iq mm-hmm. okay emotional intelligence is um it focuses on understanding right the areas of like managing our emotions how we perceive and how we relate to other people um understanding being able to read the room mm-hmm. um feeling that person on a on an emotional level mm-hmm. and that's different than sitting in a classroom and learning things like math and science and biology and things like that it's just different but one is not better than the other mm-hmm. you need both mm-hmm. you know you can't um iq is 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 it's not what it is is that IQ doesn't determine your success in life. You can be really smart mm-hmm. and, and not be successful. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There are a lot of people who are really, really smart and they can't keep a job. Mm-hmm. And it's because they lack the emotional intelligence, the areas of self-regulation, self-awareness, mm-hmm. understanding, I understand reading the room, mm-hmm. relating to other people, being in, in a relationship with somebody whether professional or personal or just having interpersonal relationships and understanding what, what it is that's what's going on in that interaction and being able to, to mitigate that moment or those situations. Yeah. IQ won't get you there. Correct. IQ helps. And so both of them together are obviously are what determines your success in Mm -hmm. life, you know, but if you have emotional intelligence and you don't have a high IQ, you can still be successful yeah. because p- there are a lot of people who I don't have a high IQ. I mean, I, I don't know what my IQ is, but I don't, I'm, I'm not the smartest person in the room. I learn stuff from people all the time mm-hmm. from people of kids to teenagers to adults. Right. And, I, but emotional intelligence, which is something that I've been working on for many, many years now is something that I really, really, I, I take it very seriously because when I read the room, I know how to act in that situation. Yeah. You know, I don't go into, you know, we always joke around about how I act ghetto and doing this and whatever. I don't I might get in trouble for saying ghetto, but sometimes I, I can act ghetto. ghetto. <laughs> whatever. Um, but when I go into a, a room where I'm about to do interviews yeah. with people or be on an interview panel, I conduct myself in a professional manner and, mm. and I know how to, I read the room, you know what I mean? And I make deposits in that setting yeah that are for that situation you so this, this awareness gives you um a way to adjust depending upon where you are yes um, i remember the, the regulation i remember one of the when i worked in sales um one of the things that we we had to always be aware of is the body language the the tone of the person how how they talked 
how to listen. Like you had to be aware of all these different nuances. Yeah. And in order to for you to eventually close the sale. Yeah. It, it, is that something very that, much so? Very much so. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to a car a car dealer mm-hmm. and you go in there and then all all of a sudden it's like flies? I don't want to. That's not. That's a bad one. Um, no, that's a very good one. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, how about, how about white on rice? White on rice. Okay, that's, that's a good a, one. That's a pretty good it's one. Yeah. Ha, ha, they just approach you, right? Yeah. And they just start asking you questions. Do you need help? And it, it's if they would approach you in a manner that is more conducive, they would have a, a person that is more receptive to yeah. their to that interaction, right? You know, but it, but it's interesting because in sales, like one of the things that you do is. Um, in the first 10, 15 seconds, like you have to, you have to somewhat build a report with someone. So uh, I remember, I remember when I was learning the different techniques and the different ways, you know, I was reading um, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and positioning your body in a certain way, listening to cues and then responding, um, asking a lot of questions because you want to get to that empathetic state in which you understand the pain points of that person Mm -hmm. and then be able to provide solutions and options so they could select which prescription will be the best solution for that pain point that they're dealing. And I guess that's EQ, but you know, EQ, the emotional aspect. It's both. It's IQ and EQ. You just said both. And then because you were talking about understanding the cues, understanding whatever, but being able to give them options. See, that's the IQ part. Yeah. Is Okay, now I I know that I can offer them this 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 this. Yeah, that's the IQ part, uh-huh. right? And the EQ spatial part, awareness, right? Exactly. Is yeah. is is now okay? I've listened to them. Mm-hmm. I've heard what they need. I've heard what they want. I heard their desires. I've heard their pain. Yeah. I understand that they might suffer this way if they have this option. Blah, and being able to say, okay, I understand where you're at. These are the options that I have for you. Uh-huh. And how can I help you to accomplish that goal? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the motivation part. Yeah. It's giving them the motivation to overcome it because they may not feel like they can have whatever it is. I don't have an example. We're just talking in general, but yeah. but it's both, which is why IQ, it's not IQ versus EQ. It should be IQ. It's it's like a a, a, a really good marriage if you think yeah. about it. So we we've done we will do an episode I think this season on polarities. I think we talked about uh, those things uh, before, but now that you mentioned that, because again you hear you a lot of people want to keep the two separated, yeah. but it's the integration of the two that gives you more tools and and more more expertise mm-hmm. as you continue on your quest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There isn't in, in any way, shape or form. And there isn't any one person that can convince me that you don't need emotional intelligence in, in the things in your daily interactions with mm-hmm. even yourself. You know, how many times have I been myself by myself and I've gotten upset about something? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that sounds crazy, but it's that self-regulation and things like that, that keep you going. But you're right. That's, mm-hmm. that's exactly what, you have to have both, yeah. I think. So to recap this question, right? IQ gets us into the game. Mm-hmm. EQ keeps us in it. Yep. Just yep. That's a good recap. A, <laughs> I mean, I stole Bottom it. line. Bottom line. <laughs> so now that we understand it, now that we've seen some practical examples on how it's used on the, on the world, you know, we talked about sales, but in sales, but there's so many others. Can emotional intelli- intelligence... 
Let me just let me say that again. <laughs> Can emotional intelligence be learned or enhanced? Yes. And how do do we expand our emotional intelligence? So it sounds really redundant, but basically it's about being becoming more self-aware. Mm-hmm. So that's where it starts. How do we do that? Because this is one of the things that that we talked about, but let's just do a little brief synopsis because again, this is probably another episode that we should really talk about becoming uh um self-aware um because a lot of the stuff that we are aware of are really just superficial level things mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so how do we become more self-aware <clears throat> so i'll i'll share a personal um if that's Anecdote? okay yeah. Uh, yeah so a couple of weeks ago you and i were sitting in our office and we were talking about you know uh the schedule for asq what we were going to and you literally stopped in the middle of our discussion and you were like, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not doing this. This energy that you have. And it was ugly. I was like, and I looked at you and I was like, what is your problem? And you're like, I don't have a problem. You have a problem. And so we went back and forth, right? For a second. And I grabbed my stuff. None. No, no, no empathy from you at all there. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. Because we admit that we're learning. I'm not a professional. Yeah. So, or you're not a professional. N- neither of us are. So, well, we are, but we're still learning. Correct. Yes. So, although some people may question my professionalism, but correct. Who cares? Right. So then, um, so I grabbed my things and I walked away, and I'm like, "What is his problem? You know, he's clearly he's losing it. Like he must you know, something must have happened. Whatever." I accepted no responsibility for that. So I mm-hmm. went off into the kitchen. I did my own thing. I was doing some schoolwork. You know, writing my dissertation and whatever. And I couldn't focus on writing my dissertation, even though that is the very thing that I'm talking about is emotional intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. And toxicity and stuff. So <laughs> so I was upset. So I start writing, journaling, just mm-hmm. writing in my own journal. And I write about what took place, what happened. And I start to write down the feelings that I'm feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is number one. Not number one, but because there's no order, but number one in the ways that you become self-aware, right, mm-hmm. is acknowledging your feelings, acknowledging your frustration. So in this journal, I can write whatever I want. And so I'm writing, you know, everything from your I'm reaction jerk, to me, everything, everything, ass. yeah, everything. Yeah, okay. And then I start to write about like, is there something going on with me? Mm-hmm. And that is that self-awareness that I'm talking about. And what was because the conclusion? What what came out of that? Basically, it exercise? was it was at, when I finished writing it, I realized after writing things down and questioning myself and my be, my reaction to what happened, I was like, you know, am am I harboring some sort of negative feelings or or, or anger or frustration? What's going on? That's that process of self awareness that people you go through, mm-hmm. and one of the ways that you can enhance emotional intelligence because that's your question is by being thoughtful and 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 one being really 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 honest and, and there's a vulnerability and humbleness that yeah. comes with that because it's not easy to say oh well at the end of the day he's not wrong i i there is something going on with me because what happened just to share is um and to be transparent i went back into the office and i was completely honest with you and i said i think that maybe i am angry about this 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 and that and i shared with you and we came to this conclusion and it was like the best thing that could have happened to me Mm -hmm. because now i'm in a different place in my life as a result of that so to speak at least perspective wise right Mm -hmm. so 
the ways that you can enhance your, just to, to um, conclude that story, is that I have been able to become more self-aware of my behaviors by being able to journal, mm. right? And when I'm not in a place where I can journal, you have to be able to self-regulate and self-manage yourself to the point where you can understand what is happening in this conversation, you know? So when I'm having a conversation with somebody and I feel like it's not, I'm not liking what they're saying or they may not like what I'm saying to be so aware and, and being able to have the ability to read that other person and then regulate how you respond to that person. Can right, I switch yeah. this conversation up? Can I, can I emphasize what I'm saying in a different way or clear, clear it or ask them, do you, do you understand what I'm no, saying? No, no, I really do. Yeah. No, I'm saying in that conversation, yeah. do you understand what I'm saying? Do you, do, I mean, oh. I'm, are you, do you, do you, do you follow me? You know, like to, it's so important to do that because yeah. when you do that, that person's walls come down that, that feeling of, of, of being attacked or, or feeling like you're saying something that's offensive. Those walls come down because you're breaking that wall mm-hmm. by saying to them, Hey, I feel you. I understand you. I don't, I, I don't feel like you're following me. Uh, you know, what can I do to make it more clear? What do you need from me? You know, things like that. Yeah. And really for me, so I'm talking from a personal level mm-hmm. is that I have had to take many situations where I, and because then what happens, and this is borderline, I could get in trouble for this, but if you're not able to do that and you always think that you're right in every single conversation yeah. and you think that there's nothing that anybody can say that is different than yours, you know, I, I mean, I have a high amount of education, but I am in no way, shape or form smarter than the next person. Yeah. Like I learn so much from so many other people that I, I, I owe everything that I do think everything to so many other people. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to take that knowledge and, and build me, Jesse, what you see here, right. And make decisions and do things for myself. And I'm still learning. So, but if you can't do that, if you don't think that other people can teach you things or that other people have feelings or that you can't empathize and be vulnerable and be humble with other people, then you're, you're a borderline narcissist. Mm. You understand? Yeah. And you're in this different plane. Like you, you just can't, you're not going to deal with, like you said that somebody said to you about what is emotional to tell It's nothing but holding hands and kumbaya. I mean, that, that is a prime example. Yeah. I don't know who that was, but that is a prime example because we have so much that we can learn from other people. Mm hmm. And if we take the time to be self-aware, self-manage our reactions and our feelings mm. and how we respond to other people and, and then have those social skills and build our interpersonal relationships with the components of self-awareness and self-regulation, imagine how successful you'd be in life. I don't feel mm. like I've been able to get along in life without being, you always tell me, you can, you talk to everybody, you can, you, you're amazing. And I'm like, I don't like talking to people. I'm an introvert. I don't like it. But if I have to do it, I can yeah, do it. You have you know? to adjust And I've to been it. able to do it. And I've made really great negotiations when we bought our, our car. I, I was like, you know, I, I was reading the room. I was like. I'll go, go get them. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Because you know that I'm going to, I'm going to get in good with these people and I'm going to get my way. I want to mm. get, I don't want to buy the car for this. I want to buy it for this. So that's what I'm talking yeah. about. One of the things that I've learned uh, that's. Um, you know, a practical example of how you could expand your your con- your 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 self awareness, right? Is I uh, meditation mm-hmm. and and reading. You know, definitely um, those two things have has it's it's helped me so much to 
to understand and adjust to certain situations. Um, meditation in particular, and and you know, I'm I'm not of the belief that uh, of you know you're gonna meditate and you're gonna levitate, you know. <laughs> Um, you're going to meditate and then everything's going. maybe maybe if you're taking the right drugs maybe if you're taking the right <laughs> drugs you know but one of the things that i've learned from meditating and, and sitting there for a few minutes at a time it's understanding that thoughts and emotions come and go like constantly if you sit there long enough and you just focus on breathing you hear you know the idea is not to stop your mind from running because you're going to be unsuccessful and you're going to get frustrated but you start seeing these emotions and these feelings come, give them their time of day, and then they just go away. Like a, I think you told me in the past, like a river. It's like, like, a, a, river, like a river, yeah, or yeah, a stream, or whatever. Yeah. And 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 then um, something else that you that you uh, I just uh, I was telling you I'm going I'm doing this new meditation process um, based on archetypes and things of the nature and understanding the positive aspects of my personality and the negative aspects of my personality and. It's interesting to see how how you may come from a good place and people will take that the wrong way or how your your perception of how something should be <clears throat> and people's idea of some of how something should be, how those conflicts and how you approached it. Because I do tend to be a go like upfront and and assertive and like this is how we're going to do it and, and i try to be a have a consensus but i could see how i could piss a lot of people off mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and that's the self-awareness part yeah because i think that uh, we all uh, we all do it we're yeah. all reactive in situations and that's normal mm -hmm. you know what i mean but being able to be aware of that and 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 then say in in the, the next time this happens or the, in my next interaction with so-and-so i'm gonna it's it's about pause it's taking yeah. that moment to pause when you're talking about medication. But it's so hard in our society. Mm -hmm. um, we know we always want to be right. Mm -hmm. We always, even when we get to a position in which we have control over others, mm -hmm. we we don't look for for that consensus because a lot of people feel that it's not efficient. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes too long. Um, it, it's too draining to deal with all these emotions all the time, right? And those are the people that will not be as successful as other people. They may be successful. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, there are plenty of people who don't have, who lack emotional skills, who get through life, no yeah. problem. But imagine how much more fulfilling your life could be mm -hmm. if you could have interpersonal relationships with people, or even just a relationship with yourself, yeah, where you felt good. See, that's something that I will say, which is excellent. And then the other flip side to that um, is how efficient your organization will run and oh your, or, or your or your your venture if everybody was if you were getting the most out of everyone. Yeah. And there are moments in which you have to let people go or change people around. Business because, is business. Because business is mm -hmm. business. But it might be because that long, that person no longer has the motivation mm -hmm. to do their job. And how would you have figured that out? Yeah, exactly. Through emotional intelligence. Great. You don't just get rid of people just because you want to get rid of people. I don't like that person. I'm going to get rid of them. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What if that person just needs a little bit of... of just a little bit of twerking. A little molding. A little no, molding. Twerking? Not twerking. Is it twerking? Oh, I don't know. I twerking? mean, like, that's... I don't know. Is it twerking? I mean, it depends. What's the word? I, I don't think know. It's, I think you're meant to say tweaking. Tweaking. Yeah. 
that's hilarious. Oh, I'm so glad I don't get embarrassed uh, by stuff like that. Tweaking, yeah, not yeah. twerking. Sorry, I that's mean, hilarious. You can twerk if you want to, you know, it, it would put you in a different state of mind, you know. Oh my god, I can't believe that. It's hilarious. That is pretty I, funny. I meant a little bit of tweaking on 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 that. Can I? It's talking to that person. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Taking the time to get to know that person. How many CEOs and people's and leader people in leadership positions do not know the names of people below them? Yeah. So we were just having a conversation the other day and the person was like, I know the name was of every single person. What was that? We were just talking to somebody the other day. Um, and they were saying that they know the per that that some their boss knew the names of everybody or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, that's impressive. Like how many people were in the company? Five? Or was it and it it wasn't. It was a big company. Yeah. I'm really bad at that. Remember people. There's name? nothing wrong with that. No, I'm but, just saying but I was I've been, I'm bringing that up because one of the books that people love to read, particularly when you go into business and when you go into sales, is How to Win Friends and Influence Others, right? And in that book, uh I think is it Dale? No, it's not Dale Carnegie. I forgot who it was. Um, he mentions the fact that a person's name is like the most important to, thing to them. So if you remember their name, they'll feel so much better. Yeah. You know, you don't have to know. Any, but if you don't know their name, is there something else that you remember about that person? Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a lot of people's names that I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember shit from yesterday. You yeah. know, like I'm, it's bad. I have a bad memory. I'm good at remembering, uh, situations yeah. with kids. Like mm -hmm. when I were working with kids, it's like, I used to go, Terry used to say that. It's like, how do you know all these kids? Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, you're only here like once or twice a week. How do you know all these kids? It's like, just take a little time, ask them, like, you know, yeah. how are you? And, 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 and it, you know, with kids, it's so interesting because, like, they, they look at me and they're like, oh, you remember what? that? He's like, wait a minute, you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. an adult. Why are you asking me how I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And it's like. And that's another part of it. Yeah. You talk about kids. It's like you're teaching them at a young age you know, the importance of taking your time to talk to people, yeah. listening skills, mm -hmm. communication, mm -hmm. all of the things that are required when you're talking about, you know, emotional intelligence. There's yeah. so many different, you know, we're talking about domains, but in each of those domains, there are components in that, mm -hmm. you know, characteristics that apply there. It's about communication. It's about listening. A lot of people want to talk, 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 but they don't want to listen. Mm -hmm. You know, I've known plenty of leaders leaders who all they do is talk yeah. you know and they want to emphasize how they're the boss or they're they're in charge and they know everything well, how we whatnot. have to meet our outcomes and right how we have and, to and they measure a kid's success and they haven't taken the time to listen to other people and communicate and get to know them yeah. and yeah it takes a little bit of effort but at the end of the day if you're more if there's a more cohesive team and there's more um, buy-in, then you have more efficiency. You yeah. have a system that is working. Like I, I always say, the wheels that come together and they turn the and they're grinds. the grinds. Yeah, the the they click together perfectly and they go around. That's a well-oiled machine that's going to keep going and going. So what you're doing is you're adding oil to the machine mm -hmm. if you take the time out to be with people, mm -hmm. and that's important. Yeah. So to recap, EQ could be expanded if we, if we are aware of our internal dialogue, our emotions, everything that's inside of us, that, you know, the mushy side. And how do we interact and how do we adjust when we are interacting with others? Is that a good summarization 
or how uh, emotional intelligence can be learned. And also you mentioned the idea of journaling, uh, meditating, and, and, and reading. Pausing. Yeah, taking the time before, you know, people always say it sounds so silly. You, you don't when you react when you're going to respond to somebody's question. Mm-hmm. But if if I if you ask me a question and I stop and I think about your question for a moment and then I respond, how much more efficient is my response going to be? Yeah, you know, instead of oh, you know, you just you just answer the question. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking things through. Yeah. I mean, I think I did that in one of my questions here. That's why I was looking at my notes. I'm fumbling because I'm like, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, I, I, you know, because I didn't stop and say, okay, about it. Yeah, emotional intelligence versus IQ. I I got this. I know this. I don't need to look at notes for that. Correct. But I did because I was fumbling because I just responded. In immediately i didn't pause to say oh you know what i mean so much so much to be said for taking a moment to pause okay. so yeah things like so meditation pause yeah okay so <laughs> the last portion of which i want to talk about is um why is emotional and social intelligence critical to an individual's quest you know here we we focus on on a soul's quest and primarily is um the individual um, taking that initiative in their lives, taking that, that going on that quest, you know, so why is this important part of that? So I can only speak from a personal point of view, Mm -hmm. Um, but from uh, at at a macro level, I think that emotional and social intelligence are critical you know, to, for the success of an organization. And, um, some people will, will disagree and they'll say, well, I'm successful and I've never had to interact with any of my people. Mm -hmm. And that's great. That's, that's fine. But when those people leave, those people at the end of the day, they go home, they're miserable. They Mm -hmm. hate their jobs. They don't feel fulfilled. They don't feel like they're getting what they need out of giving eight hours or 10 hours a day to another, um, individual. Mm-hmm. for their success and they're not getting anything in return. Even those people that are extrinsically uh, motivated, they're getting paid a good amount of money. Yeah. They're, they're not happy. You know, I've worked with people who've made $150,000 a year and they're just, they're just Miserable. cogs in the wheel. They're mm-hmm. just doing stuff because they don't feel intrinsically motivated. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so at the macro level, it's important, you know, and, and I think if you care about people, if you're a CEO or a leader or an individual in a, in a leadership or not even people in a leadership position, but people who are wanting to be in a leadership position, yeah, it's so critical to understand the effect that you have on other people yeah. and the potential um, adverse or uh, positive effects that you can have on another person, right? Mm-hmm. So, on an individual level. It's important because when you're in the situation where you're the cog in the wheel, if you self, if you're self-aware and you're able to manage your feelings, then you're not the person that says, ah, I'm going to freaking quit this job, you know, and, and just telling your boss off or whatever, but you can actually go into that leader's office and say, listen, this is what I do. This is where I'm at. These are the things that I need. These are my ideas. These are my suggestions. And who knows? the person, the follower in that situation may be able to motivate or influence that leader 
and provide that leader with a little bit of emotional intelligence as well. You understand? And that is an individual thing Mm -hmm. for you to have that ability as a follower. Okay. And I know a follower that, that word, the very word has a negative connotation, but it's so, Oh my God, there, I have people that I'm responsible for at my job. And they influence me in positive ways all the time. Yeah. Part-time but people. That's a that's an interesting thing that you mentioned um, on the macro level, you know. Um, and, and again, we want to bring it down to the individuals, right? But it's 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 important to think of the macro, the big picture. Yeah. Because this is part of social and emotional alert, intelligence. Mm-hmm. Because we live in a in a social construct with with other people, mm-hmm. and one of the things that that I, one of the reasons why I think this is so important for people to understand, for individuals to understand, is that we live in a world right now that is very, it's not the worst time that ever happened in history. Oh no, not by far. Yeah, no, not the worst time, but it feels as if it is. Yeah, it's pressure, it, it, and there's there's <clears throat> so much tension and there's so much pressure noise there's so much noise mm-hmm. and 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 we are buying into a lot of that noise mm-hmm. I, I, and as a consequence of it we are becoming more splintered more separate um i think that the you know the the episodes of road rage and and people being really on angry it, uh, yeah it's, it's, it's hateful really bad. towards each other yeah so i think that understanding that big picture and then understanding that as an individual i i get i i have the option to be able to expand how i interact to learn and how to moderate and how i interact with those in my immediate surroundings mm-hmm. and have an effect that is more inducing of a totality than a separation right exactly so it's Which almost the very thing we talk about all the time yeah. yeah so it's almost as if um i think that one of the one of the things about the source us and and social and emotional intelligence is that if it's like the the drop in the bucket uh, the drop of the, the drop of water in the ocean that may seem insignificant working on these things, working on self-awareness, working on self-regulation, it may seem that it's not going to do anything, but that little drop in the bucket, you know. Think about how many... In in, in the ocean, that is. Right. I I don't... And that is the very thing that is emotional intelligence. Yeah. Is having that capacity to understand... I, I as an individual have the power to either make or break another person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And my environment. And, 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 and as a, as a consequence, that person that you've either broken or made is going to have a domino effect with other people. Exactly, It's yeah. perpetual. It's a butterfly effect. It's the drops in the ocean that yeah. brings us together. And I don't think people understand that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, and I think that if you did, then you would be like, whoa, that's a lot of power. Let me let me reevaluate how I respond to people. Mm-hmm. Let me, whoa, I didn't realize I had that much effect on somebody. But some people love that. Mm-hmm. They love to break other people down. They love to have power over people. They love to make you feel yeah. bad. I know you worked for somebody a couple of years ago 
who, and, and I, I always um, thought this was really ridiculous, but that power that that person had that he influenced so many other people to treat you terribly. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget that because I was like, that is the most immature thing ever. Nobody's going to talk to you. You walk into a job and no, nobody's speaking to you. It's like, no. really? Like, how does that happen? That, that was the power of one individual yeah. who has zero emotional intelligence, in my opinion. And I stand firm on that because if he knew that he had that much power, he would have never done that. Mm-hmm. Because but, that's effect, that affected not only you, that affected the 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 environment that you were in, mm-hmm. the other people that you were around. It affected a lot of things. Yeah. You understand? And that is what I'm talking One person exercised that power over a, a, how a many people, people? A group yeah. of people. And you know what? The interesting thing about that is that that this is why it's important to understand social, you know, your your own emotions and your own reactions to things, right? Self-regulation. It's because me being exposed to all those things as hard and, and as difficult as they were at that time, um, for some reason, one way or the other, I'm here. Like, we're doing this, right? And so so there are lessons and there are, there are, there are uh, ex- those experiences gives you insight like deeper insight in your personality, you know, and also how other people view you mm-hmm. and in relations to that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you have to learn from that and then be able to adjust. And that's that self-resilience part. That's because a, and yeah, you could have either part. went, uh, you could have said, oh, okay, this is the world. I'm scarred by it. I'm hurt by it. And now I'm just going to go, I'm going to be the villain, which is what you talk about. Yeah. And now I'm going to do this to other people or, I can choose to be different. That's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. That takes a level of um, awareness and uh, management of your your emotions yeah. to understand that and have that capacity to make that decision to and do these what are we're the, doing. And these are choices that we make on a regular. These are these are you know we use ourselves as anecdotes because yeah. we're talking about ourselves. But when we're listening to our interviews and we see how these interactions happen with people and how people either say this or said that and they made them feel a certain type of way, you know we have. Uh, um, we put a quote a couple of weeks ago from Cloud Atlas mm. about our our lives are not our are, are not our own, mm-hmm. and by any crime or any kindness, you know we we influence, you know. Yeah. It's like the, the butterfly effect in us. Yeah, a, so it's but it was a beautiful so, quote. So we don't see that in the connect in, in the connectedness of it all, and I think what social and emotional intelligence is doing. From a scientific standpoint, you know, because there are there is research involved in this, mm-hmm. and there is that aspect of under uh, of, of of many years of research, many years of experimentation, uh, many years of trying to figure out a way to systematically incorporate this into our society um, through through IQ, consequently, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, that that is that with the intention overall to not to tame the animal in us, but to be able to bring it together, to Correct. be able to congeal it all mm-hmm. and, and make and be able to create a better balance. So exactly. I think like to summarize it all, emotional intelligence as it relates to the quest, really it's a, it's a, it's a tool in which we bring all those emotional aspects of ourselves integrated into ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong. And by us understanding that, then we are better able to relate 
I mean, to relate, is that it? To mm -hmm. relate to others, relate yes. to society, yep. and then being able to choose impact. what kind of an impact we want to mm -hmm. have. Either yep. we want to have a, uh, you know, at least try to align ourselves to a more positive impact mm -hmm. or negative impact. Exactly. Would that be a good way to that's summarize That's exactly it? what, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what we were just talking about. Exactly. Because I think that when, like I mean, I've already said this, when we understand that, and we understand our significance in this world. We're nothing in this world. You know, I love that um, Carl Sagan, his, um, when he talks about you are here. Oh, pale his, blue dot? Yeah, the pale blue dot. Yeah. That, every time I watch that, I feel humbled because we are nothing but specks of dust in this universe that we're in, mm -hmm. right? In this galaxy that we're in. And when you, when you are self-aware you and you understand that, then how can you not want to just be good to other people and, and try to bring out goodness in, yeah. in situations? But the shadow side of us, yeah. you That's know, it's, it's the opposite side too. So there's that battle yeah. because somebody might draw the same conclusion and say, well, the hell with this. I'm going to get what of I course. want. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And they do people, mm -hmm. people achieve things on the backs of other people all the time. Mm -hmm. But so this is like the never it's, ending battle. It's, I was going to say, and they may never even realize it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that my my job and my responsibility in this is to definitely finish my dissertation because this is what this is about, toxicity, emotional and social intelligence and, you know, uh, kindness and things like that um, because I want to leave that. Uh, if there's a legacy that I want to leave behind, that's the legacy that I want to yeah. leave behind. And, and you know, I, again, it's uh, one of the things that I've learned or that's what makes me feel better. Yeah. Let, me, let me put it that way. My shadow side is dark too. You know, mm -hmm. we all have it. And I have the propensity to sometimes be like, well, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not, I'm, you know, you know, I do. But we're at the end of the day, but I, yeah, we ghetto. But I don't, I don't, that's not, it doesn't make me feel good. Mm -hmm. I don't feel good at the end of the day with that. I just don't. But some people do. And that's okay. More power to you. Yeah. But that's just not how I want to live my life. Yeah. One of the things that I always, um, that again from the macro because we see it in the big picture right the the, the aspects the, those two things fighting each other the give and the take and in the inside a person it happens too like that 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 dance of our darkness and our light in an in our interacting you know exactly and then but we don't we don't understand those forces within us. Now I'm getting a little bit more metaphysical. Yeah. yeah. Then, let's keep it. Let's keep it here. Yeah. Right here. But <laughs> this is, this is the metaphysical aspects. It's just really representations, yeah. you know, mental representations or what's internally, exactly. emotionally uh, happen. It's happening inside of us. And then, but that's the beauty of it all. Right. It we is. get to choose. That is the beautiful part. We get we to have choose. A choice. At the end of the day, yeah. the choice is yours. Ooh. If you enjoyed this discussion, we like to hear your thoughts. Please leave us a comment, like, and subscribe to the channel. And for more, visit us at asoulsquest.com.